ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Hey, man. If I can do it, you can do it too. And how can I help you do this? Don't settle. Ever. Don't settle. Just go full send. His battle, our fight. And it's, you know, a goal, an achievable goal, and maybe even a high, high, high level goal you may never hit. Well, it's, it's a wonderful way for us to make each other stronger. I, I feel like that my strength comes from him, and so I try to give all my stuff, you know, to him. You know, take down those barriers um, and those false beliefs that they can do it. Put yourself in uncomfortable positions because it's going to happen. And the sooner you can get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better you're going to be. In this moment, you can decide to take hold, move forward and go head on, up, over and through. It's do or do not. Through these stories and perspectives, we hope to give insight to the challenges we all face every day. Paying it forward through learned experience. Because quitting is too hard. For those who refuse to give up and continue to find a way, this is your fuel. Brought to you by Western Contours Podcast and our partners. Western Fly Covers. Ultralight protection for your gear. Stay on your game. Backcountry Archery, the passion and intent of ethical hunting led to the pursuit of building the most lethal bow setups while increasing accuracy. The Crazy Elk Company, simple solutions in gear, giving back to the passion that has given so much. Sharp. I am the owner of the Crazy Elk Company. And go ahead, if you would, lo- I would love it if you would uh, follow me on Instagram at the Crazy Elk Company. Also, my personal Instagram is Ross Crazy Elk 10. I promise you, if you follow me, I will follow you. I love seeing what people have going on in their life, and, and I love sharing what is going on in mine. Um, Guy was kind enough to ask me to be part of this reflection series. And I hope if it only helps one person, it's worth it to me. Um, I just hope you guys can get something out of this. 
being the oldest of three kids, I had to do a lot of things that most kids my age did not have to do. I had to call in sick to work for my parents when they couldn't go. I had to deal with bill collectors um, when they would call on the phone or sometimes even come on knocking on the door. Um, so those things were, you know, kind of hard on me. Um, my parents were great parents, don't get me wrong. They did everything they could in life to put a roof over our head and food on the table. Now, sometimes those proved to be difficult and the food was not good. Um, but, you know, they did what they could. And also, my family really stepped up. My my grandparents, you know, they would come drop us off food and when things were hard. Um, I'm not really going to go into that whole part of my life because that's like, you could almost write a book on that. Um, but I think because of my childhood I w- and I was forced to do things, when I got to my teenage years, um, I kind of went into like a rebellious mode. And um, I did some things I wasn't supposed to do. I didn't break the law or anything, but they just weren't good things to do. And part of that had to do with the people I was hanging around. Um, there were some kids in my neighborhood um, that I thought were my friends. Um, you know, they were the cool kids. Um, but come to find out, sometimes the cool kids really aren't the cool kids. Uh, they're kind of the jerks in, in, in life. And um, they only do what's you know, makes them feel good and what makes them cool. Uh, these people that I thought were my friends one day I overheard them in a conversation talking about me and they weren't saying very nice things to me and I'm like man these guys are my best friends what in the you know where is this coming from and it turns out and I can say this now I could not say it then I lied a lot I said a lot of things that weren't true because I wanted people to like me rather than just be me and let people like me. Um, and when I heard that, it was my first awakening of, wow, this is not who I want to be. Um, with that, I had the strength and the ability to look back on God. But through this whole thing, I was raised in church and my parents installed, you know, faith in God and what he can do for me and what I can do for him and just how good life is with him and the blessings that can be bestowed upon you. Um, So I started hanging out with my school friends rather than my neighborhood friends. And a lot of those people are still my friends today, 30 plus years later, and they are the greatest things in my life. Um, So one, if you take anything from this is be yourself. Don't be a people pleaser. I think when you start to be a people pleaser, you go down roads that eventually 
you're going to have a rude awakening. And my first one was in my teenage years. My second one, which I'm going to get into now, I was, you know, 20 and 30s, and I just kind of lived my life. I didn't really have a plan. As I was living that life, I realized that I was um, not being me again. I was being a people pleaser. And I don't know how it happened, but it did. And, you know, I was under the belief at that time that he who has the most friends wins, you know. And I had a lot of people in my life. I mean, you know, we used to go on camping trips and it was big groups of people. And I slowly learned that it's not about the quantity of your friends. It's about the quality of your friends. Um, those people that I thought were my friends and would say things when we were together, you know, in front of me, um, were very pleasing. And that's why I thought they were my friends. But then you find out later on that uh, they probably really weren't your friends because they're backtracking on things that they said. Or, or maybe actually they just got tired of lying to me before for some reason. And now they're speaking their mind about whatever. Um, those people are not people you need in life. Um, anyway, being that people pleaser, you know, I was, I was getting close to my forties and I was still single and I haven't had any kids. You know, everybody I went to school with was married and had their kids already. We were kind of like on opposite tracks and, um, it kind of sent me into a depression. Um, so far into a depression that I almost killed myself. And I will say, if you've ever been in a depression, you will find out who your friends really are. Um, the people that I thought were my friends didn't come around. They didn't call. I wasn't fun Ross anymore. Uh, and that hurt. But the people who are in my life now were the people who reached out because they knew there was a problem and they were always there and they always supported me. And if they, you know, if I needed to talk to somebody, they were always there for me to talk to. One guy in particular had me over for dinner at his house and he just flat out, you know, he, he's a outspoken guy, you know, likes to speak his mind. He just flat out tells me, Ross, you need to snap out of this. And I'm like, well, you know, depression is not really something you just snap out of. But he's like, bullcrap. You need to live your life like you hunt. I sat there for a second. I'm like, live life like I hunt. What does he mean by that? I kind of was irritated at first. I'm like, that's ridiculous, you know. But after I left that night, it was on my mind for you know, a few days. And I got to thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I do need to live my life like I hunt. Because when I'm hunting, I'm out there doing what I want to do. I go where I want to go. I get out of it what I want to get out of it. I don't let other people 
guide me and push me to do things that I don't want to do. And in all honesty, I'm a different person or was a different person in the woods than I was when I was, you know, with my friends. And part of that being is being observant and seeing the things that are going on around you. Um, you know, when you're, when you're in the woods, you know, you, you pay attention to the wind, you pay attention to twigs breaking, you know, you pay attention to animals and their habits and being more attentive in life helped me get out of my funk. Um, the things that happened in my life, you know, from my teenage years to my 20s and my 30s, every time I got in a funk, something always happened to make me look at it and reevaluate what I was doing. And that number one thing is God. He sends you messages if you're listening and paying attention and being observant. So God really has, was the one who woke me up to who I should be, what I should be, where I should go, and what I should do. When I started paying attention to that and paying attention to him, my life changed. I went from a depressed 40-year-old man to meeting the woman of my dreams and having two of the most gorgeous, strong-willed, creative, <laughs> talented daughters anybody could ask for. And they're such a joy to me. And I cannot be any more thankful to him for showing me what I'm supposed to be doing and who I am supposed to be. And if you get anything out of this, I think the things you need to pay attention to, to are who are your true friends? Your true friends are the ones that are going to get you through your life and your family. Um, and also, be observant to the things around you, not only for your own safety, but even if you don't believe in God, He's talking to you and He's telling you something. So listen for it. Um, I just want to thank you all for letting me speak. Um, I hope that this helped somebody in some way. Uh, you know, please uh, reach out to me if, you know, if it did. I, I would just, you know, love to be able to hear. And if, and if you have any problems and you need somebody to talk to, you know, you can message me on Instagram and, you know, I'm more than willing to converse with you. Uh, anyway, I hope this all finds you well. Happy hunting and God bless. Mm -hmm.